The Playful Psychologist podcast is hosted by me, Emily Hanlon, a clinical psychologist who primarily works with children and adolescents. This podcast has been designed to offer support to new psychologists who may feel as though they are drowning in uncertainty. It has also been designed to inform and educate parents and teachers on all things child development. Along with some special guests, I explore different aspects of child development, including developmental disorders and emotional regulation, while also advocating for those who may be falling through the cracks in our current system. Hi guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Playful Psychologist podcast. I'm really excited because today I am joined by Chrissy from Chaos to Calm, and we're going to be chatting about um, ways, I guess, to help kids better understand their brains or how the brain works and how, you know, parents can help support that in their children. So welcome, Chrissy. Thank you so much for being here. Do you want to like tell everyone a little bit about yourself and the work that you do? Oh, absolutely. Hello, everybody. Sometimes people call me the child charmer. I've picked up quite a few nicknames, Emily, over the years. Um, (laughs) It's really funny. When I first started in my consultancy, which I'm coming up nearly eight years now, so Chaos to Calm Consultancy, before that I was working very happily and loved my career in um, working in specialist settings in education Mm -hmm. with kids who didn't quite fit the mainstream, you know, setting and learned so much about understanding differently wired kids and just how we can communicate with them and engage with them and you know love them for who they are and then I started working in my business because I just saw that there were so many families out there struggling to understand these kids um, and it sort of evolved really beautifully into this. Mm. I've, I've, I've got this really niche set of skills I think in that I've got the educator background yeah specialist education as well so my big big focus is on communication um, and emotional engagement with kids Mm. then I'm now I'm a mom of two beautifully differently wired kids (laughs) ironically well ironically but maybe not like yeah for me obviously um and then I very quickly um got traction in the parenting space Mm helping families understand really like really challenging intense behaviors and so that's where I am now and I'm still you know loving this work it's something I'm so passionate about and I just love that by empowering parents and teachers predominantly Mm. we're just changing the world for kids yeah I think that's so important like I think we were just talking before we started recording as well that a lot of the work you do with kids and, and emotional um, inclusion and all of that with kids has a lot to do with the adults that support the kids, not necessarily the kids themselves, um, you know. So I think that's that's awesome and it sounds like, you know, we're right on the same page there Absolutely. in our approaches. Yeah. So in the work that you do, you talk a lot about um, brain-based strategies and brain, uh, like understanding the brain. Can you share like what that is and why you believe it's just so important well honestly I feel like when kids are young Mm. they're so dependent on us right Mm. they need us for everything they need us to help them eat to go to sleep to change their nappies all those sorts of things and I feel like part of our job as parents of being brain builders because let's face it we are constructing a human brain Mm. by growing up our children's brains and teachers are such a big part of that component of for our children because they do so much of the work as well at school. But yeah. I think I feel like part of our job as grown-ups is to understand that teaching our children that they are separate to us yeah. 
I agree. And families are so interwoven and so enmeshed because we spend so much time together. Especially the last two years. I know I spent a lot of time with Oh, let's not talk about that. (laughs) But I feel like, you know, children are so internally wired to us through their nervous system. You know, Mm -hmm. we are their trusted adults. They rely on us for safety. That brain loves to feel safe, you know, and that's why they need us so much. Mm. But part of our job is to empower and equip our children to understand how to navigate the world mm. separate to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah, I think that's And nice. I feel like the brain is where it starts yeah. because we all have our own brain. Like everyone's brain is unique like their fingerprints. Yeah. Yeah, and so just because we're all in one family, oh, that's had a really noisy motorbike go. That's right. I've got a construction site back, back there. So sorry if you're listening oh, to today. Um, you know that it, it's such a big misconception that I see within families, especially it's like, oh, you know, we're in the same family, or we've got two kids in the same family. How can they be so different? So different yeah. And this is why. Yeah. And this is why we see so much pushback from children is that we constantly expect them to be something or be someone mm. that. They're actually not programmed to be. They are programmed who they are meant to be, right? And doesn't that come back exactly to teaching them about their own brain? Yeah, I think that's so important because I often, like in the work that I do, I often get parents, you know, in the first or second session being like, we need some strategies. Can you provide us with some strategies? And I'm always like, sure, I can provide you some with some really general strategies now, but I need to get to know your child and understand how your child works in order to give you guys really like, you know, individualized support. And, and I don't want to just give you guys, you know, stuff that I've read in a textbook. I want to make sure that whatever I'm giving you is tweaked to your family. So I think it's really important to, um, yeah, like you said, remember that everyone's brain is so different, just like our fingerprint, but also like surprisingly you can have five kids in the one household that are just wired totally differently and that's not any reflection on parenting obviously that's just the way it is yeah and I think the other thing that's really important to me is when, because when I've been working with kids with significant behavior challenges mm. they find it very difficult to take responsibility for their yeah behavior. for sure oh it's your fault you yeah. made me do that you're yes. making me angry and so much of the work we did was yeah. really going back to teach them well actually your brain is the control center for your yeah yes everything that you think feel say and do comes from your brain yeah and yes I can love support guide help you you know make accommodations but at the end of the day your brain makes those decisions and tells your body and your mouth what to do and what to say that's so true and only you can get to what the goal is obviously for children is we want them to be able to get to that point where they realize okay I have a choice here Mm -hmm. what I do next is up to me and that's so hard for kids and it takes lots of practice but that's why I constantly bring it back to the brain what is your brain telling your body to do right now Mm. is your brain making a good choice right now you know all those sorts of things which I'm going to talk about the book at the end but Mm. Those empowering things for children, I think, and this comes back to that understanding of that our children are separate to us. They are not mm. mini-me's. They are not, oh, he's so like me. It's mm-hmm. like, well, maybe there's parts of them that are like you. Yeah. But part of our job is to, te- is to teach them the kind of human being that they yeah. want to be. Yeah, yeah that's so true. Because I've got this, um, 
like beautiful book that I just bought from Kmart years ago and it goes through like all the systems of the body and I love to use it to explain like you know what happens to our lungs when we're feeling anxious what happens to our heart rate our muscles and all that sort of thing and there's this awesome like nervous system um, visual that folds out and it's all about the brain so what other benefits do you think of children understanding their own brains and exactly what happens in the brain and how the brain works? Well, the brain is so complicated, right? And mm. this is why people say they love working with me because I'm like, I'm like you. I'm just, I just break it down so yeah. it makes sense. You yeah, know? that's it's, it. I don't, I don't do all the scientific jargon. I'm a neurosurgeon. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's not me, right? Yeah. But I think with understanding the basics of how the brain functions is incredibly important for yes. children. But I think that teaching children that integration between their nervous system and their body and their brain and their emotions is so incredibly important because for so many kids who have big emotions or display big um, behaviours, it's like they're having an out-of-body experience. Yes. Right? So they become disconnected. Mm. Or you know this yourself, when kids are having a meltdown, it's like their brain completely shuts off. Mm. And sometimes they don't actually know what they're doing, you know. And they've lost control. And so teaching kids to sort of be able to, it's almost like that, you know, connecting with self of Mm. understanding that the body has very real physiological responses that we can learn to understand and listen to. Mm. It's really like, it's really complicated for kids, but you can do it very simply. Yeah. And then, of course, teaching them the strategies that Mm. they can use to empower themselves to know how to regulate themselves or calm themselves down. And don't get me wrong, they need our help for a long time. For sure. (laughs) But when you see your child start to implement some really simple breathing techniques or using the tools that you've suggested, it's like, what? It's finally starting to make sense. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's a really, really good point. And and I think it's important, like you said, that this isn't like a, you know, quick fix sort of thing. This takes time. But when things take time, the result, you know, you've built that foundation and those results will be long lasting. I think when we do rush things like this and we do rush education on how our bodies work, that's when we might see some short-term success, but that foundation is going to crumble eventually. Um, yeah. And I think one of the biggest things I see through my work and being an educator, I understand this. It's like parents often say, well, why do they read the same book every day for a week? It's like, well, because you can't just do it once and they get Mm. it. Kids need constant repetition. Repetition. And the most challenging thing about growing up a brain is Mm. in two weeks, it'll be something else. And in another month, it'll be something else. Or then they'll go through another growth spurt or a leap in brain development. It'll be something else. And for sure. That's why I feel like we have to constantly remember as grown-ups working with children is that that changes and evolves constantly and so must we. For sure. And I think it's really important. Sometimes I think that like when we're dealing with kids that are like maybe five and older, we assume that they shouldn't need as much support and repetition that they do when they were infants, for example. So I always think back or like I like to use the example, like when you're teaching a child to roll, you do tummy time every day. When you're teaching a child to crawl or walk, you manipulate the environment to support that growth. So why do they then turn like five and they've met all those early milestones and then when it comes to this, we're so impatient with them? So I agree. I think that repetition is so important. And, you know, I'm a 31 year old adult and I still need repetition for things and that's how I learn and that's how I grasp so it makes a lot of sense that that kids need that too 
And so what happens too is all of a sudden we start saying things like, well, you're nine now. Yes. Why are you behaving this way? And that's how anxiety begins. You're you're 10 now. How have you not got this worked out? And and sometimes, you know, you hear people say this sort of stuff and this is generations of programming around Mm -hmm. children's behaviour too is, if you think about the human brain not being fully developed until what? No, they say the age of 30 now. Yeah. Like we look at our 10-year-olds, it's like they are nowhere near functioning. Act your age, get it together. Like, yeah. Be a role model. I know. Are you I'm so the role model here, yeah. you know. And this is, I feel, you're right, it's so important that we get this understanding about child development right mm. for our kids so that we're approaching their behaviour in a really knowledgeable place that is in line with where they're actually at. Yeah, and I think as well, like that parental psychoeducation is is really important because, you know, I think sometimes a lot of the work that you and I might be doing is um, sharing what, what you know, is appropriate for that age and, and that maybe our expectations are just a little bit too high for eight-year-old Billy, you know. So, um, yeah, I totally agree with everything that you said there. What do you think, like obviously children understanding their brain and being separate from like, you know, tricky behaviours and that sort of thing is really important. What else do you think is important for children to understand about themselves and their bodies? Well, that mistakes are incredibly important and mistakes help us grow Mm -hmm. and, you know, making mistakes doesn't mean that we're no good or not good at something, you know, and that that once again it's stretching the neural pathways. Every time we learn something new, we, um, you know, a new new neural pathway connects in our brain. And though I think that those learning opportunities are so important for children. Mm, I agree. But also things like I've got I've got a really particular passion around safety for kids mm-hmm. and that, you know, aggressive behaviors that typically in my work are projected onto women, onto mm-hmm. mothers, and um, really educating our kids about why aggression is not okay in mm-hmm. families and about how how we can feel angry but channel that energy or that emotion in a more positive way. Mm-hmm. The anger is a very real emotion, but belting your mum up is not okay or punching yeah. a hole in the wall is not okay. Mm. You know what I mean? And I've just worked with so many families and that just accept that that's just the way it is. I and I, it just breaks my heart, you know, mm. and I think, you know, trust me, I've raised a gorgeous little ADHD boy with lots of aggression. But when you have that understanding of what's going on and yeah. giving the strategies and the accommodations and the support and all the things that we can do in the background, mm. we can really teach our kids why that behaviour is just not acceptable. Totally. And you know what? It's so interesting that you say that because you work with kids. Mm. I worked with kids for most of my career and now I'm just so passionate about working with adults because we can do the work with kids. They still go home and they they spend more time with their trusted adults and their family. They're with you like an hour a week or an hour a fortnight, whereas they're with their families the rest of the time. And same with teachers. Like this is why, you know, that's where the teacher part of my brain comes in. This relationship is so important to Mm. kids and to families as Mm -hmm. a whole. Yeah, I agree. Because we can't, we can't yeah. just be going upskilling the kids. We need, it's like the multidisciplinary approach that we spoke Literally, about. Yeah. yeah, and I think like I've seen children where like not much has changed, right? And they've had a horrible first year at school, and or like a horrible year at school. They just haven't connected with their teacher, and and it's been quite evident in their behaviour and their academic work. Whereas the next year they have a teacher that they do resonate with and they do believe understands them. It's like a totally different child. Yep. So I think 
that there is a really perfect example of that connection that we have with our children and the work that we put in with kids may seem like a lot of work in the short term, but my God, it's so important for that long term. It absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. So if parents are feeling overwhelmed, I mean, I'm sure I can speak for you as well. Like this is my area and I still feel (laughs) continuously overwhelmed by my two-year-old who I'm pretty sure is plotting my demise, by the way. (laughs) Like parents are feeling overwhelmed um, and they're looking for more information or they're looking for somewhere they can go to or someone to speak to. Where can like we send them? Like where can I send them? Apart from me, of course. I also feel like one of the biggest challenges we have as modern-day parents is information overload, mm. is mm. that there's so much information now. And yeah. it feels like when I started in my business eight years ago, I was just like it was quite a unique um, offering that I had, you know what I mean, whereas I feel like it's evolved so much in that time, which is amazing. We've got so many amazing experts we can tap into. But, I mean, in terms of learning more about the brain, can you go past Dan Siegel? Yeah. Like I mean you would love his work as well. It's it's easy it's easy enough yes. for most people to digest. Yeah. And the workbook is so of, beautiful as well and like really nicely laid out. Yeah, that educational academic background, you know what I mean? It's written in a way that is yeah. easy to understand and digest for most people. Yeah, I agree. But I feel like for parents to come back to what I was saying about being overwhelmed is for me I always say to people if it's not me or if it's just like pick one or two or three people that you really resonate with every time they're sharing something if you start nodding your head and going oh my god yes that's me you have found your person yeah I agree do you know what I mean and unfollow all the rest yeah because you're actually going to do yourself and your child a disservice Mm. by constantly overloading your own brain with information that doesn't serve you. 100%. When I was pregnant, I followed all the parenting pages. About two months in, I unfollowed 99% of them. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I was like, this "This is is so unhelpful. This person does not, A, know what they're talking about. B, I'm not resonating with it. Or C, it's full of crap. So I just went through and now I like the select few that I do follow, I genuinely feel like speak to me and I'm getting something from that content. And that's what it should be. You're so right when it comes to like choosing a professional to, you know, to maybe help you. Um, and I also regard. think, you know, there's a lot of free advice yeah. out there on, especially on Instagram mm-hmm. where you and I connected, which is amazing for families that I mean, that wasn't around, yeah, you know, okay. 10 years ago. But there's also, I think, that element of anything worth doing or yeah. investing in growing yeah. yourself to grow yeah. your child, you got to pay for it. For right? sure. I totally you know? agree. Like there's, yeah, there's beautiful information out there, but you're not going to be able to help your child via an Instagram post. No. You know? That That's Instagram right. post is there to point you in the right direction. That's um, exactly not to, right. Not to solve your problems. So funny that you mentioned Dan Siegel because I literally feel the need to be like, this is not sponsored by Dan yes. Siegel because I'm always recommending <laughs> his work. So I'm always like not sponsored. I'm just obsessed. <laughs> oh, you should. You should get one of those things where you get you could probably make yeah, money like an affiliate link. every time you mention his name <laughs> i'd be rich i literally speak about him and gottman all the time i yeah, mean people are like has this one, chick yeah. read any other books <laughs> like, yeah. so funny so you have a beautiful um book that i've actually got right in front of me called love your brain can you maybe um share a little bit about the inspiration behind it how you feel like it can help kids and families and like where people can grab a copy from absolutely well i wrote love your brain 
as a tool. It really is a tool for grown-ups. Yeah. It's yeah. for kids, but it's so it's so for parents as well. Mm. And so many parents have messaged me saying, oh, I've learned so much by reading this with my child. I can't believe the difference. And mm. the real thing about picture storybooks as an experienced educator is that we know children are very visual. Mm. They connect with the character. They connect with the pictures. They understand, you know, they see the world in pictures, right, because mm. language is so complex for kids. And they... Um, can really relate to what the information in the story when it's Mm -hmm. read from a trusted adult or a teacher, right? And so that's clearly why I wrote a book because I knew that it was a great way to convey some really heavy information to children in a way that was easy for them to onboard. Mm. Um, And just it's just been so beautiful. I get messages from families all the time saying, oh, my goodness, my I read Love Your Brain and now my kid goes to sleep every night because he knows that loving his brain means getting lots of sleep. Oh, that's beautiful. It's really simple, child-friendly brain care strategies, which we know as adults are things like meditation and, you know, all that sort of stuff that's more of a higher level but for kids we've got to talk their language yeah I totally agree and I think the like the illustrations as well are just so beautiful and I think Mm. there's you hit the nail on the head in regards to like trying to find images and words that like resonate with kids as well as adults yeah and I just really yeah I just I really like it well done and it's a thank you I'm so proud of it and it's a book you can read again and again and again yeah and I think you can grow with a child as well like they'll get something out of it younger but you could read it three years later and get something else out of it 100 percent 100 percent and um so funny we've got this really beautiful adoption and permanent care group that we're a part of and they I've all bought the book and you know oh. we were when I was there I was like a celebrity and they're like oh it's the brain lady oh, I feel like it's me it's like yeah guys I'm <laughs> sign your book for you but oh my you god know, and, and so and really the gentle message in that too is about um self-love acceptance yeah. Yeah. inclusion neurodiversity you know it can be used in so many different ways mm. um and I've just loved that it's it really has got the response that I hoped from people like you, like therapists yeah. and teachers who could just can just see the value in a book like that, you know, for yeah. kids. So as well as just being something fun to read with your kids at home. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I love it. Um, and where can people learn more about you? Like if they want to connect with you, do you have an Instagram and website I can share with everyone? Yeah, sure. So that my business name is Chaos to Calm Consultancy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just consultancy. but like you I love Instagram mm-hmm. and I've actually got a really active Facebook community as well very different platforms as you know yeah um Instagram you'll hear me talk a lot and share lots of information and people often say you know we love that you share so much about your own kids and how you dealt with it because then we can really relate to it as well and um Facebook as you know is probably more about articles and great visuals and all that sort of stuff but very active on both profiles because okay. <clears throat> you know I'm like you we could just talk about this stuff all day literally all day <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally um well I'm going to link uh the Facebook page the website and your Instagram account in the episode notes of today's episode so if you want to learn more about Chrissy and the work she does or maybe join the Facebook group or whatever um definitely check out the episode notes um yeah and that can point you in the right direction but Chrissy thank you so much for chatting today. I think it's a really um, important message and I hope lots of parents can resonate with what we spoke about. Yeah, me too. So have fun, brain builders. (laughs) See ya. Thanks, Emily.